I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Of the week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. It's a shame. It's a sin. I don't care. That's the way it's always been. Drop that flag. Pack it in. Tell you something. Um, episode 141 of Throw the Flag, which, uh, oddly enough, coincides with a format change. We're now no longer talking about football. Oh, real? Nope. Um, this was not gone over in the production Football meeting. does not exist anymore. Nope. Um, Football's dead. Are we talking about We're now all European ball football? 70s jocks. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to say a knitting podcast, but I'll do whatever uh, it takes. Football. God. God, I'd shoot me now. Jesus. Uh, let's get right into it, guys, because it's going to be you, assholes. A, not falling for a okay. long, sad one. Hmm. Um, how many how many Alabama losses have we experienced? The, our second show ever, we lost to Clemson. Sure, sure. One every year. One every year. There yeah. there will be no perfect seasons ever <laughs> in, in our lifetime. Auburn. Who did we lose to when we? It was all, Auburn in a uh, seventeen. Mm. In 16, the, that very first episode was the, after the Clemson, or it was like the second episode was the after the Clemson So loss. Clemson, Auburn, Clemson. Yeah. Clemson, Auburn, Clemson, LSU. Those are the four. Nick Saban now has the Not same number of home shit. losses mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as he does national championships. Ooh, Not I, counting 2007. I think that's a stat. That's a stat. Yeah, that's pretty good Oh, that's, that's what the, uh, that's what the um, new segment was going to be. Yeah. Stat I, or shat? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a stat. That's a stat. All right, that's our that, new that's segment. A, stat that's or a pretty good stat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Retroactively hit the thing. Um, so we're talking tied at the beginning. No, we're not talking tied at the okay. beginning. We're gonna save our pity party for the end of this. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, UCF lost a game. Again. They did. I didn't hear about that. They lost not one bit. Thirty-four, thirty-one to Tulsa. Wow. So they are what, like six and three now? Yeah, that's their third loss of the season. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. I don't know. <laughs> a, tr a, a tradition, a big, big name, blue blood school like mm -hmm, UCF. Mm -hmm. Man, they still just don't get no respect, man. They no truly respect. are the Rodney Dangerfield. No respect. They're going to go the way of USF. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, not a whole lot of Pac-12 action. Yeah, I think Utah and Oregon were off, so that kind of uh didn't leave a whole lot, a lot of meat on the bone. No. Um, in, uh, Big 12 had, had some sexy matchups. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Baylor and TCU, uh, there wasn't shit sexy about that hall. <laughs> that I'm here to fucking tell. Baylor escaped 29-23, uh, in like triple overtime. Hankins, you, uh, you, you referred to, um, Matt Rule as dressed like a nincompoop, which, uh, after checking the tape, I believe you're correct. 
he was wearing a a sleeveless outwear shirt like you might wear at a practice session. Yeah. Over a green hoodie. Hmm. He looked like I'm gonna reuse a joke here, Shawnee, for all the people. Please. He looked like an extra from White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> he really did. Sounds a lot like Turtle on like, Entourage, like something he would wear. I was and Turtle pulls it. I off, was though. taken aback. I was just flipping through trying to find a secondary game, um, and I see this thing's happening, and it's nine to six when I flip over. You know, early in the fourth quarter, and I'm already confused. And so I'm about to move on because I'm like, well, this must be dog shit. And then I see this nincompoop on the sideline. <laughs> and I said, well, I got to stay here to see if they show a replay of when they dumped pig's blood on him and he had to run in and change <laughs> because there's no way that a multimillionaire showed up to work dressed like this today. But no, apparently that was just his choice from the beginning. Isn't nincompoop like what they, like, wasn't that like the medical term for like a mentally ill person in like the teens? Yeah, I'm sure it's sort of gone some through some etymology and cultural shifts. <sighs> it's like a pinhead, like where they had like, you know, you remember that movie Freaks? I kind of remember Coneheads. Mm, Coneheads, yeah. Coneheads. Oh, I, I know Freaks, yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking Todd about Browning. now. yeah. One D. Uba Gaba, we accept you, Matt Rule. <laughs> One of us. Uh, well, Baylor it remains undefeated in the Big Twelve. They lead the division. They lead the conference. Sets um, up a sexy matchup. Oklahoma. They play Oklahoma next week yeah. to pretty much decide the conference winner. Do they? Do they go? They, they have a conference. There is like a regular season sort of fake trophy, and then the top two finishers okay. play for the real trophy. Um, Texas also survived Kansas State, who apparently is, like, a real team, I guess, 27-24? Yeah, they're all right. They're, like, 6-3, and three, so whatever. We'll get to, um, we're going to do a, a rundown of all the conferences and, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you know, run through, like, a billion, um, a billion and a half, uh, for instances, um, of how each team could possibly get into the playoffs at this point. Um, let's go to the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State seventy three, Maryland fourteen. Tons of style points for Ryan Day. Yeah, uh, did not need Chase Young their Mm-mm. defensive end. Um, Hankins, why did Ohio State have to feel the need to kick an onside kick when they were up fourteen to nothing? I don't have a fudging clue, man. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Language, I dude. <laughs> I, I don't like I watched it several times and uh, I thought maybe the ball had fallen off the tee, but no, it was very reminiscent of the Marlon Humphrey onside kick that uh, the last good Alabama team employed versus Clemson. Um, but I don't know. I have no clue because it was he was up by fifty points almost when he kicked the onside kick. I don't know if he just hates Mike Loxley. I don't know if he uh, saw Matt Rule's outfit and said, "I'm gonna show you what a real crazy coach looks like." I don't know. <laughs> But it was insane. And, like, they broke into coverage of the other – whatever game I was watching. said, like, you ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> Dig this. Keep what Ryan Day just did. <laughs> it reminds me of when uh, Auburn opened the season against Washington State a couple years ago. And they, like, went for two on their first three touchdowns for some fucking reason. Yeah, sometimes the, those coaches get those itches and they just got to scratch them just to whip it out and show you what they got. Um, probably was unnecessary. We all know Ohio State's really good. Um, probably. They can absorb. <laughs> probably was unnecessary. 
they are. I guess maybe they don't want to fall into the trap of last year of just you know what. Let me falling into. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Free. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me think. Maybe. Maybe Ryan Day was just a crusader, and he said, "You murder your players. Now I will murder you." Hmm. Could have been. Could have been vigilante justice, a la the Batman. <laughs> He's the anti-Urban mm-hmm. Meyer. He's here. Ryan Day is out here to right all the past wrongs. I, I can't he, wait till he gets his fucking mitts on Notre you Dame. You know, it could be him trying to establish, hey, this is my team, and it's no mercy all the time. You know, the Cobra Kai motto <laughs> from Karate Kid. It's true. Uh, Wisconsin beat Iowa 24-22. I don't know what we expected. Does anybody care about that anymore? Uh, uh, Wisconsin is going to need some help if they want to win that division. So winning that game sort of keeps them on the outside looking in. Sure, sure. Um, I think uh, Clemson probably played a football game. I assume. Yeah, uh, there was another game in the Big Ten. The other undefeated team out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 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 game day game. Yeah. I was going to save that for, uh, oh, okay. for, for I getting... thought we were doing conferences. Sorry. We were, okay. but you know what? Like, There's no rhyme or reason to what's going on. Yeah, here, there you got to shift gears. Um, but yeah, you're right. Let's stay Let's stay in the Big Ten. Okay. Um, Minnesota beat Penn State 31-26. Penn rape, yes. Yeah. Um, P.J. Fleck remains undefeated. They're building some momentum. They struggled early in the year. They couldn't beat some, or they couldn't put away awful teams. They struggled with Georgia State and somebody else and somebody else. But nine and zero is nine and zero. Head of the division, headed for. Uh, do they play Ohio State in in the regular season? No, they they play uh, no. Wisconsin pretty soon. But um. Uh, they play Iowa this next week, so yeah. they are they are definitely in control of that division. If they just got to split those games, and they'll play in the Big Ten championship game, they definitely have a upward and uphill battle. Um, but you know, I mean, if even if they lose two, I think they can still win the division and yeah. spoil things for Ohio State. Yeah, um, probably won't happen. Uh, and- I think that their luck is going to run out. They definitely played their best game of the season against the best opponent. So yes, they did. Tip of the hat to that. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's one of the teams a couple years ago, Iowa started out the year 12 and 0, and then they played, I think Penn state in the big 10 championship game and lost. So we've sort of seen this story before with a different team. Yeah. Um, their luck eventually just runs out. That side of the division is so poor, but lost in that score is they beat the shit out of Penn state for a while. Yes, they did. And then dragged ass and let them come back. They were up by 12. Um, my ultimate, yeah, I think yeah, Mostly. and they were dominating the game. Penn State just looked bad, um, but that side is so bad. You're, I mean, they're going to be a sacrifice to Ohio State. There's just no getting around it. I agree. And PJ Fleck also like a fucking idiot because he wears an athletic outfit with a tie mm-hmm. underneath. However, kind of Let me say this. Fleck. Let me say this about PJ Fleck. Uh oh. Um. He had one of his captains on special teams got hurt, and he beat the he damn near beat the trainers out onto the field to look after the kid, and that goes a long way with me. Okay, so I will okay. give him that much respect. He loves his kids because he's climbing on their backs to get the Michigan State job. Well, I was going to say he he was sort of one of the hot names when the Florida State job came open, and then midweek yeah. last week they sort of 
re-upped his contract, gave him some more money, gave the assistants more money. So hopefully, I guess for Minnesota, that they, they locked him in, and hopefully he's the right fit for him. They certainly feel so. I think so, too. He'd be a damn fool to leave. Like, his shtick is not going to play at a place much bigger than Minnesota. That's about the, Does he have the top a shtick? level of where that shtick I, yeah, he has a shtick. The row the row boat. The boat Sean. It's his motto. It's a motto. Fucking boat. I, I mean, it's, it's uh, a mantra. What's his name? Fr- Franchione. Oh, oh, I guess you guys didn't see the big, the big personality piece on him a few years ago when he was still at Western Michigan. When the night before the big game, it was either the the MAC championship or whatever conference they're in, or their bowl game they got to, where he went door to door in the hotel, seeing each of his players and literally tucking them into bed <laughs> with. An assistant, I'm not even making this up. My hand to God, I'm not making this up. Pineapples and coconuts. With an assistant, <laughs> with an assistant coach behind him pushing a big old crate or a big old trolley that had little boat oars and a little boat on each one of them <laughs> that he handed to each player before he kissed their foreheads and told he them good night. He didn't kiss the foreheads. He did not kiss I think the he kissed forehead. the foreheads. That is a bit. I cannot. I hope he Say did. He Don't get me wrong. Forehead, but I, he certainly was in a proximity to kiss Hankins, a forehead. I think you're going overboard oh, with no, that God criticism. <laughs> Let me throw you a life preserver. And just, you know, all he, all he has to do, Hankins, is point to them results, baby. It worked at Michigan State. Or, sorry, it worked at uh, Michigan. West, Western, Western Michigan, Michigan. And it's now working for Minnesota. What are, People are buying in. <clears throat> it seems silly to us, but... Heck, you can hand out tiny little uh, tchotchkes if you're nine and zero. Sure, at anywhere. Yeah, we're not nine and zero. No. Um, the last we're staying in the Big Ten. We're staying in the Big Ten, baby. You know exactly where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are staying in the Big Ten because your Illinois Fighting Illini is six and fucking four bowl eligible. I fucking give the fuck. <laughs> this is my final episode of this podcast mm. because I am a cancer and a plague on what you guys do. It was I, I fuck up everything I touch. Weren't they? I'm a destroyer. The second we got out of this, yeah, the they started the lighting the over. fucking world and, on and fire. And in this game, they were down thirty-one to ten or thirty-four it was, ten or it was, something. It was thirty-one to ten at mm-hmm. the end of the third quarter. Wow. It was and on then, the road too. It was at Michigan State, which means less and less with every day. But sure. they were down thirty-one to ten. They were down three scores against Michigan State at uh, on the road, and then they outscored Sparty twenty-seven to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah, to take home that dub, get to that sixth win, first bowl game in a long time. And they are projected where? Uh, last I saw was the Pinstripe Bowl against Louisville, which is in New York City. All right, Hankins. You know, like we said, a minimum of... I love New York. A minimum of three nights. And you have to stay in New York proper. You can't do Jersey or anything. A minimum of three nights you have to stay on your own dime mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, really get a feel for it. Yeah, you can do an Airbnb, but it has to be somewhere on the, the island. Yeah, a minimum of $2,000 a night. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What got into I Illinois? I quit the podcast. <laughs> I got off. We know what happened. The curse is real. It's the realest Hankins, thing in sports. You legitimately sound defeated. Do you have a cold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was right. It, it hurts me on so many levels. <laughs> it hurts me as a lifelong Illinois fan. 
just a, a lifelong lover of this university, that I had one uh, one day <laughs> oh, in my life. 38 years, I lost faith mm-hmm, in my team. Mm-hmm. And so I look like a giant asshole now. Um, second of all, as a wrestling person, it really bothers me that I got out of the bit mm-hmm. before I could do the big payoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I'm disgusted with this. <laughs> I had I had the opportunity that I could have had righteous vim and vigor on this podcast, but no, I fucking bailed. And what happened? We're gonna go. They're gonna go to a bowl better than that now. They're probably gonna play Alabama in the fucking <laughs> Outback one bowl. Of those Florida, yeah. Well, they they uh, they're off next week. That's good. So they they have two weeks to prepare for a trip to Iowa. Where's Iowa? Playing? Iowa City. Iowa City. Yeah. Um, That's a tough game. Iowa. Iowa's always like an eight and four team. Absolutely. That's not a gimme. But the way Illinois is playing, I'd I'd say it's a 50-50 shot. And then a week after that, they host Northwestern. That's a win. They could chalk up seven wins. This seven week. wins is pretty good. Seven wins. If they it, hit eight, is, is within re- if they beat Iowa. If they hit eight, they they'll be playing in Florida for a bowl game. They definitely will. If it's Florida, Hankins have to stay a minimum of a week. Yeah, yeah he has yeah. to. He has to. He has to. <laughs> six days, seven nights. Yeah, six days, seven nights. Mm-hmm. But like, he has to call in sick. Um, and then post on social media every single night right. where he is. Right, right, right. No matter how many of his work coworkers are friends with mm-hmm, him on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, man. Them's- you're, that's- you're right. I deserve all of it. I deserve to have my life ruined because of what I've done on this podcast. I deserve this. <sighs> I fucking hate this stupid You know, Shawnee, it reminds me of one thing. When the walls come down, <laughs> all the way to hell, <laughs> never saw them when they standing. Never, never saw, saw them, them when, when they, they fail. Hmm. You can hear more of that on our sister podcast called Dog Soup, which is back. It's right? back, baby. Yeah, it's it's Creoleless, but so what's the next episode going to be about? Small plug here. We're going to do Women Without Whiskey by the Drive By Truckers. Aha. Um, yeah, okay. but you know, we there's a lot of songs out there, so. Mm-hmm. When we do Weird Al, we'll give you a call. Right, right, right. Um, ACC, like we said, Clemson steamrolled somebody. They uh, played NC State and won yeah. like they usually do. Still um, have yet to play a top 25 opponent and mm-hmm. will not play one the entire season. Dabo, uh, got some sh- Dabo got some shit for his reaction to the they ain't played nobody. Uh-oh, what did this bozo do? Um, he just... <laughs> <laughs> Good to laugh again. <laughs> he just cut. He just showed his ass, and you know, oh, because they were ranked number four or five in yeah. the playoff committee. It doesn't. It's it, it, these pre like before the it's the final rankings. It's good to know kind of where you are, but there's no reason to get bent out of shape because uh, in those top four teams that were the top four last week, uh, all four were going to play each other. Alabama played LSU. Yeah, Penn State was going to play Ohio State. So like, you know, at minimum, yeah. it's, you're gonna you're gonna work your way up. And you look at your own schedule. You have to know, like, hey, uh, there's nobody ranked in the top 25. We play, so we have nowhere to go but up. So there's no reason to be well, upset. They were about playing it. the fastest growing college football program <laughs> in the country this week. Though. That's true. The Wolfpack. We um, should never turn our back on, but mm-hmm. you don't turn your back on yeah. now. <laughs> um, the uh, Flor- your Florida State Seminoles, yeah, with an interim coach, they they won it for Willie. Hashtag win it for Willie. Yeah, uh, they are maybe can be bolt eligible now. Get rid of a uh, 
get rid of him and focus on something else and motivate the troops. I tell you, winning on the road at Boston College, eh, not not a bad not a bad I win by any can't means. Can't wait for Florida State, Illinois, and the Gator Bowl. Wow. It's going to be a fun time for me. And while we're on Florida State, what did you guys think of the news, whether or not it's real or just somebody putting a flyer out there that Deion Sanders is <laughs> under consideration for? There's no way they're considering Deion Sanders. <laughs> to be a head football coach with no experience. <laughs> his, his experience is he went to class there six times 30 years ago. I think he's on. he's about to graduate, though. So he'll have a college degree if that's a requirement. He's going to be a GA. Yeah. If that's a requirement, he'll have that checked off. Um, as far as his X's and O's, he does. he's an offensive coordinator for his son's high school football team. Deion Sanders yep. is. Yeah, that's something. He played well, he the game. He knows a lot about offense with all the time he spent playing offense you know, in his <laughs> playing career. I, I think he could, he could be uh, the next Herm Edwards, just have a CEO in there, and he just is, uh, hires and fires, does some HR. Does a little bookkeeping, and uh, everyone else just just runs the circus under him. I can't wait till he hires MC Hammer to coach linebackers. Oh, it's going to be an all '90s crew, the be- the greatest hits of the '90s. Mm-hmm. William Refrigerator Perry. Yeah, get Whitney. Get Whitney. Get Whitney Houston out there, baby. <laughs> Dig her up. Oh God, damn it. Dig her up. Dig her Dig up. up. Dig her Dig up. Her. Dig, Dig her, her up. up. Fuck, man. I can't wait to see Alf with a fucking headset on. God, Alf is the 80s, too. You guys have got to man, fast there's forward. This, there's this episode of Alf <laughs> where he has a cold. And he, he Does he sneeze a, on the cat or something? He sticks a thermometer in his mouth, and he goes, hmm, this thermometer tastes funny. Because I think the joke is it was a rectal thermometer, and he ate poop. <sighs> Let's go over to the SEC. All right, baby. Uh, let's start with the third coaching change this oh, year. Pour one out for him. Dude, Ch- Chad. Chad Morris is trash. Chad I think Morris. I called it. I think I was the you did. early adopter because he has two first names. That two was first the names. main reason. Chad Morris, uh, his Arkansas Razorbacks lost at home to Western Kentucky 45-19. to Yeah, Western Kentucky's backup quarterback used to be at Arkansas, so it was salt in the wound. Uh, to run it up on his former team. Um, All I'm going to say is bring back bulimia, baby. He had that thing sort of going. He had one like bad year, yeah. and they, they, they cut him off. And now they're reaping what they sowed. Um, it is, uh, I mean, I don't know where they go. I mean, they I, they got to go to Memphis or something like that, but um, I, I don't know who, who they turn to. It's not an attractive position. Sure, you'll get paid well. Yeah. But the competition, you're just running your head against a brick wall every week. Do they make a second pass at Gus? I think you call him to see if he's interested. You at least make a call. Uh, worst case scenario, Auburn like signs him for another three years. I mean, it doesn't hurt Arkansas to make the call. It does not. So now Florida State, Rutgers, and Arkansas are, are looking for coaches. Yeah. Urban's out there. Stoops is out there. You got your young bloods. And they're not answering either of those phones. Fuck no. Mm. God, Urban Meyer seems like the kind of guy who would go to Florida Florida State. He would go coach a rival of one of I don't think it would bother him one bit. Like, he would go coach Michigan, I think. I don't think that would. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Um, I guess we're here. Do you want to do turkey and thanks? Um, the, I hate this. I hate this fucking sport. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and do thanks or thir- turkey of the week. We are in the month of November, so Hankins, please hit the theme. We are back for the segment that is setting the world on fire. Um, everyone's making their runs to their local grocers to make sure they're stocked up because I give out thanks and I give out turkeys. And if you don't go to the grocery store before me, I take all of those things. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you are stocked up. Mm-hmm. Now to divvy them out. Ooh, it's a spooky one. I get a turkey at my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, the turkeys of the week. All three of us on the podcast <laughs> for doubting the great Danny Cannell, who had his top four last week, and we were all naysaying him because he had Alabama like seventh or something. We were all turkeys, and he was correct. Are you sure you don't want to make yourself the turkey after making fun of LSU and Joe Burrow for no, I was two and a half you, months? I was telling you guys all year long they had an offense for real. Oh, come on, don't. For oh, real. What's the thanks? Uh, the thanks of the week I will have to be so to, let's see. Uh, <laughs> have you not prepared for this? Not prepared. <laughs> not prepared. <laughs> because, you know, it was a tough weekend, so I didn't really... Uh, bop, bop, bop. It was a tough see, weekend for see. football. Sure, it was. So it wasn't fun. The thanks will be to all of the Bama haters because you got your wish. <laughs> Are you thankful? <laughs> I hate this fucking sport. So let's get into talking tide. Talking tide, forty six, forty one, LSU, Alabama. Um, I have some questions. Sure. Why don't you take it to the half when you were clearly being beat? You are down. 19 uh, at that point, thir- it was uh, twenty six. It 13. was twenty six to thirteen. Sure, correct. Alabama got the ball back with a minute and a half. Your quarterback is clearly not not firing on all cylinders. No, that's correct. You have created. So many, at least three giant miscues. Sure, sure. I the think second that I'm sorry, the second no. that, that that they looked like they were lining up to actually like the there ninety were, second drill, mm-hmm. I I fucking I thought it was going to be a pick six, but I knew that was going to be a fucking interception. I think the the general consensus was um, LSU was getting the ball to set, to start the second half, so Alabama is with all the mistakes they made in the first half, was clearly going to need to steal some possessions to make up the difference, the score differential. So that was the overarching thing. Plus, 
Alabama has a lot of confidence in its offense, uh, so that was sort of why they wheeled him out there yeah. to sort of, hey, we, we got to get back <laughs> in this game, even if it's a field goal. Uh, we get a little bit of momentum before the half because we know LSU is has for real an offense. So we've got Jesus to Christ. make the most of every time, every possession like mattered. So that one was, in hindsight, of course, bad. No, I'm bad. not playing the result on this one. That, that that's the right call. It it fucked us up. But if I've got, they're telling me I've got the best quarterback in the history of my school and all these hot shot ride receivers, and we got a minute and a half on a team that does give up some points it was do or die at that point we died but no they had if you fall on your sword right there then everybody's giving up i mean no i i'm fine with going for it but they just fucked up that was the whole game you go for it but you fuck up it was the um you know and i'm not gonna pretend that like you know if you know, every single play's result has a butterfly effect sure, there's yeah, like yeah. 16 trillion different outcomes mm-hmm. that can happen in, into a game but like, <laughs> if you take away that that touchdown before halftime, yeah, it's forty-one to thirty-nine, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, and if Tua doesn't fumble that that play at the three-yard line, sure. Yeah, if there's he a lot of just drop the ball. Two or three plays. <laughs> if, if we could switch the the outcomes, I think you know. But ifs the, and buts, candy and nuts. Wonderful the, Christmas. The balances didn't go Alabama's way, and LSU Fuck played no, a great game, and just it, uh, and we still only lost by five. And they That's still true. almost got beat. That's true. But. I mean, it comes down to one simple fact. If you are Alabama, Alabama and you score 41 points, you should win the football game. Yes. I don't care who you're playing. 41 should get you a win. Um, I am unreasonably calm about this loss because it was apparent that it was going to happen, clearly, because oh, yeah, from they the were so much better. They were so much better. Um, at least they didn't get embarrassed, which looked like it was about to happen. But it echoes the fact that this team is woefully unbalanced. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that they can – I mean, you, the defensive injuries obviously play some role in it, but we're well over halfway into the season, so that is no longer an excuse. You know, we've got what we got. Agreed. Um, but they got to figure out something to balance this team. Black punter cannot drop the ball when it's snapped to him. Um, we can't be in a situation where we can never kick a field goal – um, they've got to balance this team up. They got into an arms race, um, and the rest of the world is caught up. And it's got to even back out, man. Give me some game management out there, and which is ultimately what brought the game back because Najee they realized they had an actual horse in the backfield, yeah. and they just started giving him the ball for a little while, and that tampered things off while the defense got their shit together. But if you do that, maybe in the second quarter. You're not in these situations. But, yeah, this this team has got to get balanced out. There's just no yeah. getting around. I, I agree. Uh, I wanted to piggyback one off one idea that you mentioned there, Hankins, is at halftime when it was whatever, 33-13, I, did t- I texted my brother who went with me to the Clemson game back in uh, January, and I said, gosh, I hope this isn't like the Clemson game. I hope that at least the team shows me some yeah. sort of yeah. uh, some adjustments at halftime. And, and they did. Uh you know, they outscored LSU 28-13. Yeah. Defense played much better in the third quarter. Offense was more lights out in the second half. Mm-hmm. So there was some some momentum, some positive things happened at halftime, but they were just down too, by too much. Um, yeah. And that sort of was just sort of, it was self-inflicted, and LSU made the most of those opportunities. How was the crowd? And quite frankly, that's what Nick Saban said going in at halftime to the, I was listening to Eli at that point. Mm-hmm. 
um, on the Alabama radio network to whomever does the uh, interviews there. He said, you get what you deserve. And that's exactly what this team got. Yep. They got what they deserved in this game. Um, they deserved a loss. Um, they didn't deserve to get, get blown out because they came back and played pretty well in the second half. But they deserved a loss. And this looks like a 10 or 11 win team that will probably go to a New Year's Six game and get some chump from the Big Ten and will just kick the shit out of them. Um, but that's what this team is. They're not in the upper crust this year. They're too unbalanced. Um, I can't I can't righteously get here and bitch and moan about the Big 12 as much as I have. And then when we have a Big 12 team, not say the same thing about them. This is not a team built. Could you imagine this team if they got into the playoffs beating two of the top teams in the country? No. Now, um, if we ran against a team with an outstanding defense like Clemson has or Ohio State has – uh yeah, it, chase young would just yeah we would we would be in trouble yeah we would be in a lot of trouble real quick um it's just it might not be alabama's year i mean we'll probably go through some scenarios later on but oh, uh we got some scenarios. sean did ask how the crowd was uh i was in tuscaloosa and went to the game um we were able to get to tuscaloosa pretty early we sort of tried to make sure we beat the traffic so yeah. we were um at our usual uh, pre-game spot by like 10 o'clock in the morning there was it was festive there were definitely there was definitely more uh buzz in the air than usual mm-hmm. um we tried to get to the stadium they sent out an email beforehand like warning everyone like hey enhance security measures make sure you're there the make sure there. make sure you don't have your guns and your knives and all that crap uh so we tried to get to the stadium we were there by like 115 uh I mean, I, the gates, the gate where I go in, like, uh, there was clearly, like, just a big mass of people. I understand. I, you know, I expected to wait a little bit sure. while they're wanding everybody and everyone's <laughs> putting their change in little tubs to go across the thing. Uh, unfortunately, the area that I was entering was just total... The photos looked awful. I tried to send some photos. It just, it was just mayhem because uh, there was no direction, like, hey... Uh, we can form six separate lines and let's get everyone through. But it was just, no, it was just one giant mass of people yeah. trying to enter in one gate where there were six supposedly functioning metal detectors. But it, after about an hour waiting, I'd barely moved maybe 15 feet. And it wasn't until I got to the front that I realized that three of the metal detectors just weren't working. Oh and uh, they were just trying to push everyone through three. And then somebody in the secret service was just like, we can just start wanding people. And so, <laughs> That sort of I don't even like this guy. Let's just, let's just want people. It got me to my seat literally like two minutes before kickoff. Mm. So I know it was delayed because I guess they were doing a whole bunch of pregame stuff. Yeah. Showing the president. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I literally sat down maybe like 247 or so. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, fuming and frustrated yeah. just because because it was just such a and poorly run. you like yeah, sniffing I, out like the, I was the way trying to, to, snake, yeah. to snake through or anything. Um, it just wasn't happening, but once I sat down, the crowd was definitely into it. The, uh, you know, LSU had the first sort of set of breaks go their way. They were up 10, nothing, uh, the punt return definitely got the crowd back into it. Um, the rest of the second quarter went LSU's way. So it was pretty dead around halftime question, uh, uh, on one specific play in the first half is illegal touching no longer a penalty? Heck, I don't know. The on the radio, uh, they showed it on the jumbotron, and everyone's booing like crazy. They claimed because, he was forced out, which he very clearly was not. Um, I never saw it on the replay. On the radio, they couldn't explain it either. They were like, maybe the ball was tipped, and that's why he could catch it. But yeah, even on the radio, was... they were just like, we don't, we don't even see a tip on the radio, so we're not sure what's happening. 
And that play set up LSU with a first and goal with like mm-hmm. a minute and a half left, and yep. they punched in for the touchdown, yep. and then yeah. got the 14 points right before halftime. So yep. that was a big swing. But I agree that it was not explained well at the stadium. It was just like, yeah, the play stands, and first down LSU, and everyone's just like, what? Boo. They were like, what, boo? Mm-hmm. But they were not like, what, boo, when the president was announced. No, the president got some cheers, yeah. USA chance. They sort of the fuck away from the stadium, piggybacked though. it off of patriotism, Veterans yeah. Day stuff. So yeah. it's hard to really get a... If, <clears throat> if anyone was going to boo, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but the crowd, once the, once the team came out uh, after halftime, there were a lot of cheers. The, the fans were definitely still in support. And <clears throat> yeah. the, the support stayed there through the fourth quarter. Uh, I thought it was loud. I don't know how it carried over on TV. Um, it didn't affect LSU at all, but it felt like it was a a lot of buzz in the air. That's good. You know what? That's good. Good. Good for good for us. Mm-hmm. Well, um, does does this mean we get another year of Tua? I genuinely think he's going to stay, regardless. I think that he wants to stay and, and get his degree. And I don't even mean it from the from like I'm not even playing it. I'm playing it strictly from the aspect of has he been exposed a little bit and might have some ground that he needs to make up i think that as far as his chances next year or chances in the end i think it's clear he's not going to be the the first quarterback taken now i still don't see how i i like i i love the guy he can he can put the ball exactly where it needs to be but he's small he fumbles his body is, su- is the durability is in, the biggest entirely susceptible to mm-hmm. constant injury i don't see like how he's anything higher than a second round yeah, I th- oh, you're insane! I th- you're a crazy person. I think he'll get, he'd still get picked in the first round. He he won't be number one picked, or he, he won't be the first yeah. quarterback off the board. I think Joe Burrow has sort of shown that he yeah. is sort of the cream of the crop. He's risen. Yeah. Um, I think he'd still the be a NFL top. Might fall in love with that big kid from Oregon. Yeah, too. he'll yeah. be coming out. I think he'd be a top ten pick. Um, whether or not he wants to take the money and run, I yeah. wouldn't blame him. Heck, that's that yeah, sets sure. you up for life. Sets your kids up for life. Sets yeah. your grandkids up for life. Um, but I think, I, I don't know. I really don't know because and I think he has a lot to prove because he needs to go through a season of not being injured, not during spring drills, breaking a thumb, yeah. stubbing a toe. He needs to be there start to finish to show that, uh, he could take the grind of the NFL because, you know, it's 16 games. It's not just, uh, and 12. I mean, the legend was built on one half of football. Mm-hmm. One insane half of football. Really one play. <laughs> in which, I was to say, a, a, a half of football where he went to overtime and got sacked and lost, you know, 16 yards. Or, yeah, 16 yards mm-hmm. on a, on second down in overtime. Um, so I do think that there are some things he has to prove. Um, Kyler Murray, depending on what he does this year or the next year, might help him out a little bit about, you know, getting past the – uh, the measurables and all that. But, yeah, the first thing I thought was, well, he'll probably be back now after this because it does not feel like he's had the exact year that he needs to cement himself as the definitive number one overall pick, which if I'm him, that's what I'm shooting for. I do want to bring up one topic just to shift discussion. The the overall performance by the defense, we know that they're young. There's been some injuries. Um, there's just been sort of this narrative that Alabama can't deal with great quarterbacks mm-hmm. heck nobody can yeah uh nobody could stop no. deshaun watson no yeah. one could stop kyler murray yeah. even alabama with good recruits can't stop these people yeah. so it shouldn't be that big of a deal when 
a quarterback has a great day against Alabama that's going to be playing in the NFL for 15 years. Sure. So yeah. I'm tired of that narrative. Yeah. That Alabama can't stop him because <laughs> nobody can. <laughs> well, um, do you know that there's only one man who yeah, can come but back? Yeah, man, there was a time where there instead was a of time. 46, they would have scored 27. Right. Yeah. And you win the ball game. With just some, I think if Dylan Moses is out there all season and everything is in, it's it's not that they can't play, or it's not that they're not talented enough to play. It's they're out of position because a lot of now look, there were several plays in the fourth quarter where the pass rush was getting home, yeah. they're draped all over Burroughs, and he's still putting it where there's nothing you can do about mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. That's just that, that's just college football. But, like, it's the second quarter and the first quarter when Jefferson is butt-ass naked, Mm -hmm. wide open, when there's not an Alabama defender on the screen. That's not talent on talent just beating you. That is being out of – that's scheme beating you. And there was a time where Alabama had so much talent at defense that they could – that no matter how good of a scheme you had, they just had the physical prowess – to make yeah. you look, you bad. could have Deion Sanders. Um, they as do your not head have coach. That. Yeah. Yeah. right. Deion <laughs> Sanders could be drawing up plays in the dirt over there, and Alf could be really radioing down some hot, hot hitch routes. But it didn't matter because the defensive back was going to be in phase. He was going to jam him at the line. He was going to win the physical battle seventy percent of the time, and you're just going to win the game. Um, they don't create turnovers like they used to. Um, there was a better pass rush in this game that I believe we've seen this year. Um, but still, too many times dudes are just wide-ass open. And in the glory days, when you when they were truly a, a full-on team, that the after they scored um, after they scored the touchdown on the fourth and six or whatever, um, and that drive, and you needed to stop, mm-hmm. you would have gotten the stop. It would have been LSU rushes on first down for a gain of one tip pass. And then a sack. Mm-hmm. And then now we're rocking and rolling. they got to punt the ball to Jalen Waddle. That's what used to happen. That is not the case with this defense. And injury has a lot to do with it. Quality of opponent had some to do with it. But, like, overall, it's just a lack of defensive cohesion that is causing a lot of this. And that's the shit that you got to clean up. Yeah, I agree. I also want to say one good thing about the offense the offense was down 20 points. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of plays in the third and fourth quarter. It was like third and 10, third and 15, mm-hmm. and it was conversion, yeah. conversion, yeah. conversion. Yeah. Every time I was like, well, the this, this give is, up. I was like, well, this is where it ends. This is like third and 17. They're not yeah. going to convert this. Yeah. And then it happens. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, the like Sean said, the team didn't give up. They were yeah. definitely uh, I, playing their butts off with their backs against the walls. I'm, I, <clears throat> the, the, the loss is affecting me more than it, it, uh, then Hankins said it's affecting him, but I am extremely proud of the team and, and how they uh, how they kept up and they didn't give up. Um, that's a, that's the thing a turkey would say. That's that is the thing a turkey yeah, would say. right before I they're taken to the slaughterhouse. Talk. <laughs> I had a good I had a I had a good meal this morning. What's in here? <laughs> well, <laughs> the one thing I do know is that there's only one man who can come back from a twenty point deficit. Brian Denny. And Lovey his name, Smith. His name is Cam Newton. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Mm. Mm. So let's run some scenarios, huh? Scenarios, baby. Put on the tinfoil hat. Okay, we're trying to get Alabama back in the playoff. Let's start. Let's have a baseline here, okay? Realistic stuff. A realistic mm-hmm. stuff. Ohio State is going to beat Minnesota or whoever in the 
conference championship. So I'm going to assume Ohio State's going 13 and 0. Okay. So we're putting Ohio State as one of the four. Are all three of us agreed on that? Hankins. Hankins, do you think Ohio State could trip up against Penn State or Michigan or Minnesota? I have seen no data points that lead me to believe unless unless it's rain seems to be the only thing that can get them because that's what got him, you know, a couple years ago mm-hmm. against Penn State or whatever. But I see no – there's nothing on the field that has happened that makes me believe. I agree. They're not going to – it doesn't seem like they will lay an egg. They have in the past, but this is a new era. So I'm going to say 13-0. Okay. So we're putting – And as, as we learned earlier, no mercy all yeah. the time. Ryan Day. <laughs> um it is increasingly looking like the SEC championship is going to be LSU versus Georgia. Sure. I think we can all agree LSU will not drop two games against Ole Miss, Arkansas, and A&M. And no. Alabama won't win the West. No. Um, so we can put – I'm going to put LSU – I'm going to put LSU. I'm I'm confident saying LSU will win the championship. Okay. 13-0. Hankins, are you, are you comfortable stipulating that LSU is going to have the second spot in the playoffs? I'm not comfortable with it because they are the they are the most talented team in the conference for sure. However, history tells me that Texas A&M game with them is just some sort of dumpster fire wheeled into a tornado with Boudin and fucking well, Jimbo's money. They'd still make the conference championship game if they lost that, right? Because they're not losing the Ole right. they're not but, losing to Arkansas. Sure, but then they got to go play Georgia. Um, and this Georgia team is super weird, and I just it just feels like okay. now the, my my big my real concern for LSU is this: they have slain the dragon. Mm-hmm. However, they slayed the dragon in Act Two, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I don't know that they're ready for Act Three. Okay, so what we're gonna do here is scenario one: uh, the first two spots are OSU LSU. Scenario two: the first two spots are OSU UGA. Sure, that's fine. Um. <clears throat> This is where it gets fun. Uh, Baylor or Oklahoma, those are the two teams that are just whatever happens next week against Baylor and Oklahoma. They're, they're going to play two games against yeah. each other. So if let's. And the aggregate score is going to be 75 to 3 Oklahoma. So let's say Oklahoma wins this one and Baylor wins the conference championship or vice versa. Does a one loss Big 12 conference champion. Get over and all of these scenarios are if Alabama wins out, they beat Mississippi State, they beat Auburn. They before we do the Big Twelve, can we say Clemson's going undefeated? They're in the third spot. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't they're know. locked in. They're they're definitely. In. There's no nobody on the schedule, Sean. No, no, no. I'm saying they're. Oh. I'm saying they're, they're oh, definitely okay. gonna. They're definitely gonna win out. Okay. Um, they won't be kept out because. Even though you're supposed to base it on this year only, people are going to be like, "Hey, that's the de- reigning defending champion. They've won." 28, 30 in a row, we got to put them in. Even if, see, this is what I'm Even saying. Even if they played like a 6-6 six and six pit or 6-6 no, 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 Virginia. No, no, hold on, If you have Ohio State, Georgia beats LSU, mm-hmm. and Georgia is in. Mm-hmm. And then you have somehow, well, yeah, I guess Clemson would go get over and just, a, just a by, Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's, it's just a, a sad reality that they're probably really good. Um, but they won't be able to show it okay. until they make it to the playoffs. So, so we're down to one slot. Scenario one, we have Ohio State, LSU, Clemson. Yeah. Scenario two, we have Ohio State, UGA, Clemson. Yes. 
in scenario two, I think LSU gets in over a Big 12 or a Pac-12. And they would definitely get in over Alabama. If oh, it was yeah, between for sure. 11-1 yeah. and one yeah, Alabama yeah, yeah. and 12-1 and one LSU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So scenario two. Scenario if, two sucks, Hankins. With your Georgia cream load, you got to shoot on us. Fuck. So are we agreed that LSU would make it in that fourth spot over a, let's say Baylor is undefeated and wins the Pac-12. LSU would be in. They, and Oregon is eleven and one and wins the Pac twelve. LSU would be in. Okay, a twelve and one LSU would would uh, wouldn't even be close. They might even be like a three seed. Okay, so here's the rub. Here's let's get back to Ooh. scenario one. You have your either Oklahoma or Baylor mm-hmm. Big Twelve. Hankins, do you do you agree with that? That LSU would get would get in a a non conference SEC a non SEC champ LSU would get in over. A Big 12 or a Pac-12 champion? No. No, I think Coming if, up the works. If, if Oregon and Utah went out and you have one lost Pac-12 champion, they're in. I, um, I just don't see it because it happened a couple of years ago where Alabama had been, until they played Auburn, they were the number one team in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. They lose to Auburn. They drop down to like five or six shenanigans happen and then the last rankings come out and the playoff committee's like like well we had all we had alabama ranked number one for like five straight weeks yeah. so uh we still think they're one alabama of the best was teams. only like number four right now too right and i think they would do the same thing for lsu the next rankings are going to come out this week lsu is yeah. going to be number one they have yeah. the best wins i know ohio state's been drilling everybody but ohio uh, lsu's got wins over now florida auburn alabama texas and texas <laughs> i think lsu will be number one for the rest of the season, and if they happen to lose to Georgia, they would still trump uh, Oregon, Utah, Baylor, Oklahoma, whoever you want to say, just because having that number one by your name for that long, it means something. So Hankins' uh, scenario number three is OSU, Georgia, Clemson, and then you think a a one-loss Pac-12 would get in over a, does it even matter what the Big 12 champion is? So that's that is the, that is where LSU's problem comes in is they'll be fighting against two conference champions with the same record. Well, that's what I mean. That's what Alabama did for you yeah. know, Penn State, Ohio State. Both got locked out. Mm-hmm. God, it's gonna be so sweet if Ohio State gets in and then gets blanked again. Oh my <laughs> god. Um. So okay, scenario one. Back to scenario. Back one. to scenario one. Ohio State, mm-hmm. uh, undefeated SEC champion LSU. Mm-hmm. Undefeated ACC champion Clemson. Mm-hmm. And there's one slot left. One dick. One hole and a lot of dicks. One hole, three dicks. Right. Four dicks, really. Mm-hmm. Because you have your Pac-12 champion. one Probably one lost Pac-12 champion. Let's just call it Oregon. Mm-hmm. Who would have lost to Auburn, who Alabama would have beaten. Sure. Assuming that... Alabama, Alabama wins on the road. Alabama Oregon loses out. on a neutral site. So, comparable. You have a Pac... You have Big Twelve champion. Let's let's call it Oklahoma. If it's Oklahoma, I think we can all sort of think Baylor won't beat Oklahoma twice. Yeah. Um, no. You have uh, packed uh, Big Twelve champion Oklahoma, who kind of the world was in love with, but then kind of lost favor with one loss, not a quality loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas State. You have Georgia. <clears throat> Whose two losses will have been two. day out, baby. Having that two done. losses, two lo- you're two done. You're out. done, baby. And then you have one loss, Alabama, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whose only loss is by five to the another playoff one. team. Yeah, 
that would be the best case scenario for for Alabama. It, it is to play. Alabama has one good team left on the schedule. Alabama really needs Auburn to beat Georgia. Yeah, to yeah. set up I, like a number four versus number seven yeah, game the yeah. that last week that Alabama can sort of hang its hat on, and then yeah. if Oregon ends up winning it all, Alabama can be like, hey, we beat Auburn at Auburn. You couldn't beat Auburn in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, that's all you need. That's that's sort of the best case scenario if you want to shake everything out. And what'll be really interesting is who the fuck is number one because Alabama would limp in at four. Yeah, they would have probably have a rematch with LSU. I think LSU would be your number one team, and I couldn't bat an eye if they. The rest of the their next three games are awful: Ole Miss, Arkansas, A and M. Yeah, there's no meat on the schedule. But if they played an eleven and one Georgia, yeah, that's really good. They would have probably five or six top 15 wins, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, it would set up a matchup, a rematch that no one would, everyone would say, I don't want to watch them play again. Uh-huh. But uh, Alabama versus LSU Saturday had like 16 million people watch it. Yeah. Highest rated game of the season. Trust me, Alabama brings the eyeballs to the TV. And I know there's no TV executives in the room, but come on. There's yeah, sure. a TV executive in the room. They know the numbers. Higgins, I don't know if you if, if you were paying attention to uh, the actual audio, but like right before they were, you know, they're like, and we when we come back, we'll kick off Alabama LSU. Um, and they they had just gone like a clip package from the game in 2011, the nine to six win uh, LSU win, and they were like, uh, eight years ago they called it the game of the century. Uh, after this commercial, get ready for the game of uh, of the year. <laughs> it's like way to really up the stakes there, Jack. <laughs> wow, what Come a on, down. Miss. H- Hankins, do you do you think that there is some sort of uh, TV executive pulling pulling a chain, uh, some Wizard of Oz in the background, sort of? I hate don't don't things. listen to the the man behind the curtain because. If it's Alabama or Utah for that last spot, like, come on, come on. Who- I just, I think Alabama I, or normally uh, free. I would be ready to splash in this pool with you because TV money runs the whole kitten, uh, whole shooting match. Um, but I think that this is the year where there, there's no, there's no way to let Alabama back in. There's no meat on the bone. The only opportunity you had was to beat LSU, and you didn't. I just, I think the whole fucking thing falls apart if Alabama weasels back in this year under normal circumstances, unless everybody goes and gets two losses or some crazy shit like that. But like under the conceivable future, I see no path for Alabama back into the playoff. I don't know, Hankins. There's always craziness that happens. I think. I mean, but, like, do you, you know, it, it's what you said about Clemson. Like, you know, they should only be grading them on this year, but you know, it's impossible not to have subconsciously have previous years right. in your mind. Do you have the same with Alabama? It's been like, all right, motherfucker, like, you've been let in twice without winning your, your division. And they backed it up. And they won both. Yeah. They won it all both years. I mean, uh, this whole you didn't win your division thing, like, does anyone shit on the Nationals this year? Didn't win their division. They made they, they were in as a wild card and won mm-hmm. it all. Does true. It, does, it's true. Do they still get to hang up the banner? They get oh baby. They get they those get, rings. They hang up that banner. They got those rings. This baby. division thing, like I get it. It means something for some people. Sure. But sometimes the best team, Nationals, yeah, doesn't win the division. Yeah. Happens in sports. Does it happen in soccer, Hankins? Give me a yes or no. You don't have to give me any explanation <laughs> or any sort of narrative of how how 
the BC uh, uh, Witherpool team did it. Witherpool! BC Liverpool! With... On- it only happens in America. <sighs> MLS? Nowhere else. Yeah. Did the Sounders not win their division? No. I mean, there's only... I'm not... No! You almost got me. You motherfuckers almost got me. No. You're not getting me. We really need to have a voice sound box that has the snoring sound. <laughs> oh, shit. But those are some interesting scenarios, and we need more data. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think <laughs> Arizona or Arizona State plays Oregon. Heck, yeah. it could happen. There'll be a 20-point underdog, but sure. it could happen. Somebody sure. could beat Oregon, and then that sort of opens up a spot, and then... Uh, Oklahoma could beat Baylor this coming week and then lose to Baylor the, the next time. Yeah. I mean, wacky things happen. Yeah, That's probably the best case scenario for because I think Oklahoma is the most uh, likely one to push Alabama away. I think so. I think Oklahoma, they bring the eyeballs to the yeah, TV. Sure. Oregon, Utah, no. No eyeballs. No. Um, well, next week, as we've talked about at length, uh, Bama plays Mississippi State. 11 o'clock kick. I love it. Get, get it done. At Mississippi State. Yeah. Maybe we watch it together, you know. Yeah, it's, why not? We haven't watched a game all year. It's true. Put, it's put true. me in. Um, it's If I am Tua, or mm-hmm. I'm the coaching staff, I think we sit Tua for two weeks. I'm totally on board with that. You are? Okay. Yeah. Three weeks. Like, Ooh. just... just put, him in, put him in the doghouse. Just don't, don't play him until Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Um, LSU at Ole Miss. God, how fucking sweet would it be if Ole Miss beat LSU? <laughs> I think that would actually hurt. That's us. what happens. I think that would That's hurt what Alabama. It like, absolutely would. That would yeah. be disastrous for Alabama yeah. unless they lost to A and M later. What if Arkansas? <laughs> Arkansas, maybe Arkansas's they'll have an interim interim that, coach. Like... You know, pulls a pulls a whatever Florida State did. Um, it won't happen though. <clears throat> I was trying to switch the first two letters of Brett Bielema's uh, name. <laughs> Brett Bielema, more like Brett Bielema. <laughs> uh, we talked about Oklahoma at Baylor. Um, I think the best thing for Alabama is for there probably, needs to be a split. Probably Oklahoma to win the first one, and then Baylor to, yeah, to win the championship specifically. Yeah. And then you got uh, Georgia at Auburn. Probably the game of the week. Uh, Oklahoma Baylor, maybe. But yeah. Georgia at Auburn. Um, Gus Georgia, has been saving those plays. Yeah, Georgia's got a really, really good defense. Auburn's so got a really, Auburn. really good defense. So it'll be, I would take the under or whatever it is. It's probably yeah. like 40-something. I would say it's going to be like 20-17. to 17. Yeah, I mean, if LSU-Auburn was 23-20. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking probably, yeah, 2014, something like yeah. that. Hank, is what's going to happen in Georgia-Auburn? Well, I mean, Auburn walks into Jordan Hare with a ten nothing lead. Yeah, already it's ten nothing. So, um, I yeah, I think it's just a defensive grind. But I don't think Bo's got it in him. Um, he probably bones it up, <laughs> and uh, and Georgia get Georgia winds up winning by a couple scores, but it is tight throughout until a big mistake. So tight. I could see that happening. I mean. Tighter it gets, the faster it comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Episode one forty something. Already forgot what it was. One forty one. One forty one of throw the flag. Uh, I hate this fucking sport so much. Um, if you like what you heard, tell us why. 
because we'd like to just duplicate it. Sure, yeah. Um, also, t- <laughs> we'll, we'll keep running that shit back as much as you want. Tell your friends. Um, and if you had your identity stolen by Podbeam or Podcoin, <laughs> we're very sorry. <laughs> I wonder if Podcoin is back in business yet. Now, I, I hate to ruin the thing. I know we used to do the ad for them. Uh-huh. I never downloaded the ad. <laughs> <laughs> Does that ruin it? Do we still get the? Do we still get the money? It might hurt with. <laughs> it might hurt with future advertisers. Oh, but future advertisers are probably a little bit more. Uh... I mean, I'm definitely gonna order from MeUndies. Oh yeah, we're doing MeUndies. <laughs> I wish oh. MeUndies. Oh shit! Call us. Can we please Lisa do Lisa mattresses or anything? Stamps.com. That'd be a a cool sixteen dollars. I get to save fucking every month how much i'm gonna loyal me undies guy for forever how many underpants do you get from me undies per month for 16 dollars one nigga <laughs> one pair of underpants for 16 dollars yeah. but a month fuck yeah. me undies. are they good though are they probably good quality they are the best they are the highest quality 16 dollars hmm look man i care about <laughs> quality in my genitals sure hmm I think I think we all should really. Uh, you know what? Tell your fucking friends because we thrive on fucking word of mouth. Fuck this sport. Nah, just wait, wait. Give it one more weekend of more data. There could be an upset or two, it's and, true. and your tune could be changed. Could always use an Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State. Somebody. <sighs> Bye, everybody. It was just a boy away from home, and you were singing the song. You'll never walk alone